What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about the iconic, historic sports card sale that happened last Thursday. It was the 1.7... Actually, let me, I can just pull up the actual full number. So it was... $1,789,717 was sold in an auction from Collect Auctions, which is a Wisconsin-based company. So I think the kind of the cool thing is that the – so Tom Fish, who's the owner of Blowout, was the buyer of the the box or the, the unopened case. Sorry, I, actually, I may not even mention that. It was an unopened case of the 1986-87 Fleer basketball, and if you are in the car, if you're in cards or whatever, you probably know that this is the set that the Jordan rookie card comes in. So, in unopened, I've seen I've been reading a couple different articles, and a few of the articles are saying there's between 35 to 40 Jordans in one of these unopened cases, and then there's also around the same number of Jordan stickers. Um, you know the the crazy thing if you I, I so I'm reading the article from Action Network uh they wrote an article about it and because I was interested to see like w- like back in the day back in the day these cards were which is strange because the 80s it was like the there was a ton of stuff there was a ton of sports cards like there was store there was tons of stuff going on for sports cards and uh, whoever I think it might have been Darren Ravel who wrote this article, which um, he's one of the like personalities that Action Network. He I think he used to work for ESPN doing like business uh, Twitter, basically just like tweeting about like hot dogs and like weird sports business stuff. Which I mean, some of his tweets are kind of interesting. I would say some of them are. Um, interesting in different ways that's a that's one way i would put it but either way so looking at this article essentially um he contacted a few people who were like collecting back in those days and some of the numbers <laughs> that you're gonna see in these in this article are absolutely insane so he interviewed someone from so bob elliott from sports card plus in which was a store in new jersey and he said or the the, the quote is in fact at $6 a box, we got our money back by returning them to Fleer. So that's crazy. And then Tri TriStar, uh, the president of sports autographs and memorabilia oh, – wait. President of sports autograph and memorabilia company TriStar, uh, Jeff Rosen, Rosenberg, said that in 1986, as a senior at the University of Texas, he bought 10 unopened cases of this product – for now, this is insane. Ten unopened cases, or maybe not unopened, but I, I would imagine they would have been un- unopened for seven hundred and twenty dollars. Um, yeah, he probably wishes that he had not opened uh, one of them. You know, which at the time, like, it's so, it's so wild to think back at, like, what could have been with something like that like you know that's like you know if you if you follow Gary V um he's talked about how he passed up Uber in the angel round the angel angel round which would have made him like a 
like a hundred. I don't know. I, I don't know what he says for the number, but he always talks about it. it was like it was like a two hundred and fifty million dollar deal. I think he said that he missed up. And I, I, that number may not be correct, but that's essentially what happened here. Which, granted, sports cards and angel investing is not the same thing. And I'll, I mean, it's. I don't think you really even have to go into much detail about obviously how it's not the same thing. But like, if you look at, if you look at this guy who bought. 10, not even just one. He bought 10 cases for $720. If you, which I think in the, um, let's see if it says. So it comes, let's see if the article says how many. Um, there's 12 boxes in the case, and then there's 36 packs in each box. Um, so, you know, that's obviously insane. And if you look at like, a hobby box of prism that's like that's like what it costs for like a, a like a hobby box of prism now for one box of cards is that now i don't know i, I the, for watching the jordan documentary it seems like i don't know it's it's weird it seems like maybe i, I don't know did jordan and this is a question maybe i'm interested to see cuz from watching the documentary that you know in my opinion the jordan documentary was okay like i think it could it should have been much better in my opinion but i think they rushed it at the end to get it out during the quarantine which looking back on it like it would be essentially coming out it would have came out in july i don't know i feel like they may have rushed it a little bit at the end like it seems like the the cadence of the documentary was very choppy but so when they talked about him in his college years like he he was not LeBron in the sense that like he wasn't the hottest thing in the game. Like I think he won Nash he won national championships. I think, and he was a phenomenal player. But like it seems like he Jordan was not he was okay. This is this is a this is a, not going to make sense. Jordan was not Jordan when he started his career, but he was because he was if that's I don't even think that's that's not a thing I don't even I think I just made that up I don't know whatever but so you know I don't I I I don't know what you know I don't know what else can be said about this this box of cards like or, or the case the unopened case it was authenticated like the seal was still there everything is all good but like you know there was that story like there was a story in February or March about, or January, I don't remember when it was, but apparently uh, Golden Auctions was selling boxes of this product, boxes of the 86 Fleer product that someone found. <laughs> this is hilarious. Someone found the product in like a storage unit. And I think the boxes went for like, I'm pretty sure they were like $120,000 a piece or something or something. I don't remember the exact number now that I'm saying actually. Maybe I can go to my Instagram and see if I can find the post. Um, but I'll keep going here. So, the article also said that the last the last case that was sold um there was a 36% increase. The 36% increase from the from the previous the uh Okay, maybe this is the collector who bought the case paid for the original. No, I don't know. Oh, okay, so maybe this is just saying the previous record for a case 
they, he he essentially paid this 1.78, 1.79, however you want to round up or whatever. Um, $149,143 per box, which... So the the thirty six percent increase that would make sense the one the one ten to one twenty I think was what that person the person paid for in the golden auctions they sold a bunch of them now you know the article says that the PSA tens sold for there was one that sold for ninety seven thousand dollars during the last dance and now they're sitting around eighty thousand which I you know I would be I don't know I you know I don't know what you do here because. The thing, the thing is, with unopened cases like this, and at least from my understanding, this may be incorrect, but, like, with the checklist, like, it's predictable how many, like, you know how many cards, essentially, because, like, like they said, they have an average of how many cards, so you know, and I'm, and I'm, I don't know if that is, is across the board for everybody, um, but, I, you know, I think the checklist probably was a little bit shorter, or a little bit smaller, so, like, you look at, you look at how many Jordan, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, how many Jordans you're gonna get, how many Patrick Ewings you're gonna get, how many Carmelo, not Carmelo, uh, Charles Barkley, how many uh, Kimelage ones, like oh, that set is so ridiculously iconic and it has so many ridiculous players in it. I would be interested. I don't think they should do this. I think at this point, an unsealed case, like there can't be too many of these unsealed cases remaining. Like it almost feels like there maybe there's got to be what. 10 left like it, it it feels like there can't be and especially i don't know who who may have them but like if anybody does i would imagine after this sale we probably will see more sales of it because you know it's it's, it's the same thing like i think with the the red mike trout um i think vegas dave owned the red mike trout and then when he saw that the red sold for nine hundred thousand dollars, he was like, "I I'm all right with whatever the the super the super factor sells for." So, like I'm thinking that, and it's the same with maybe the Jordan. Like I thought when you saw, I thought there was actually going to be an uptick, and I guess I'd have to look into this maybe to see if there actually was. But I thought there would be an uptick in Jordans selling because of the ninety seven thousand dollars sale. Um, but so right back to the point I was making. I would be I'd be interested to see if hypothetically is you know someone that has 1.79 million dollars to buy this case it feels like they probably have the money to I don't know if you if it if, if, like I'd be interested what people have to if people I'd be interested to see if other people would open this and just get all the cards graded um because if there's 36 of each of the cards like and you have like I, you know, because then you got to look at how many of them are going to be PSA tens. Like, they're in unopened. It's a, 1986 was like 40 years ago. That's that's insane. That's so crazy if you really think about it. So like, I'd be interested to see how some of these cards held up in this case. Like, also, you know, the 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 printing and the production of the cards wasn't phenomenal. So like, even if they're in pristine shape, I bet you. There's some that are super off-centered. I bet you there's some that just, like, deteriorate, deteriorated just from the fact that it's, like, a thing. It's a piece of paper that's 40, 40 years old. Now, inside a, inside a box, inside, like, a cardboard box, it's not like it was in some sort of, like, well, actually, they probably had it in some sort of preservation 
box or like some sort of thing that preserved it. If you're if you have this case, I would imagine if like hypothetically, if you bought the case, you you probably are putting it in some sort of protective, um, non non dry like or dry non um moldy whatever. You're not, probably not just sticking it in your closet somewhere. You know, it's because I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't think there's really much else to say. I don't think this. I think it's just another. It's another storyline, another headline that's going to be read in the news, and it's going to be like it's going to bring more people into sports cards because they're going to look at that and they're, they'll say, "Well, they're going to see it and they're going to say one point seven eight million dollars." Like that's crazy because and I, and and then we have the the Mike Trout that's going to be selling. That's probably I think has probably like two more weeks on it. Um, that one's going to be another storyline, and I think you're going to continue to see some of these. And eventually, you know, eventually the Zion one of one is going to be pulled at some point. Like, it hasn't been pulled yet, which is very strange. But at some point, it will be pulled. So, that card's then probably going to be in the news. And I think you're going to continue to see. It's going to be a combination of like iconic cards selling. Like, and I also wouldn't be surprised if we see a PSA 10 1952 uh, Mickey Mantle come out of come out of wherever. Because like somebody who, the the way that cards have gone, if a PSA nine in twenty eighteen sold for two point eight million dollars, you know, right now that's got to be like a six or seven million dollar card, a six or six or seven million dollar card for there's only six PSA nines in existence, you know, that's I mean that's got to mean that a PSA ten is what twenty five twenty five million dollars potentially, like if there's because there's only three of them and it's probably the most iconic vintage card of all time now 25 million dollars like i feel like something that's going to sell for 25 million and this is i'm i'm really kind of stretching here i don't think it could i could be i don't know because the psa 9 sold for 2.8 two years ago it almost feels like if a psa 10 were to sell we wouldn't hear about it like a 25 million dollar piece of history there, there, there's no like we wouldn't hear it. We wouldn't know, like, cause it's such it's such a high level piece of history that like it almost feels like it would be a private auction, and there would be, you know, it would be some like uh, non auction house. It would be like a private buyer somehow knew someone and that they bought it, and you know, twenty. I'd say it's easily it's easily fifteen. That's what I'll say. It could be 25. I don't know when the... I don't even know if there have been any sales of the PSA 10. So that's kind of the other thing. It's like we don't even have anything to go on. Like the only thing we really have to go on is the PSA 9 that sold for $2.8 million two years ago. And if you're if you're looking at any card from two years ago, you, you know, I, like I don't know if the Luca cards were out yet, but like for example, you could have been probably buying Luca cards for like, $45 a piece. Easy. If they were out. And I'm making, I'm kind of making this number up a little bit. But, and now they're almost two grand. Like, or they're, I think they may hit two grand. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, either way, it's super crazy. And that's all I've got for today's episode. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for following me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. There's a new YouTube video up. I talked about packs, buying packs, which is kind of fitting here. Or if you should buy singles if you want to make money. 
Um, also, go follow the subreddit r slash heroes for sale. We're doing some cool stuff on there. I'm super excited uh, to kind of grow the Reddit community and maybe get some questions going. Uh, so everybody, thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. 